This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 470. Do you have any idea versus do you have any ideas? What's the difference in English? Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 16 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Today, get an answer from a listener question about the difference between some and any, and find out how you can close your grammar book and start learning these nuanced differences right away. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Welcome, Michelle, to a Monday. How's Thank it you. going today? Are, do you have the Monday doldrums or are you feeling okay today? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. Just a little chilly, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's February 1st. It's the first day of February. So that's exciting. We're moving through the winter. Yes. Yes. And isn't this, this is a leap year, isn't it? I don't know. Is it? Okay. Maybe. So yeah. It is. So that's good. So that means we're just going to move through February super fast. I love it. <laughs> well, really, it's just adding on. <laughs> oh, leap years when there are more days? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, geez. Okay. Sorry, Lindsay. <laughs> Yay. That's disappointing. Anyway. Anyways. So now today- I've ruined your day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll worry about that at the end of the month. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so today, Michelle, we got a good question from our listener, Eriko. I think maybe she's from Japan, but I'm not sure. And she has a good question about um, a particular grammar vocabulary question that a lot of our listeners, I bet, would also want to know the answer to. So, Michelle, what was Eriko's question? Okay, thank you, Eriko, for your question. So, Eriko says, I've been a huge fan of All Ears English and enjoy listening to the podcast every day. Aw, I appreciate all you've done. <laughs> thank, Aww, you. thank you. <laughs> we appreciate you listening. Today, I have some questions. Um, well, what is the difference between some books and some book? As yeah. you often say in the podcast, I don't want to talk too much about some grammatical things, but the word <laughs> some leads both the singular form and plural, and I want to know the difference and how I use them. Ooh. Mm. If time allows, I also want to know the difference between any books and any book as well. Actually, I came up with the question since I heard the movie character saying, let's hunt some orc, which was from The Lord of the Rings. And I wondered, why is it orc and not orcs? Ooh, good question. Do you watch Lord of the Rings, Michelle? Is that something you're into? No, not no. really. But what about you? Not really, no. But that's okay. We can still help our listener out here, even if we don't have the same taste in entertainment. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, all right, let's break it down then. Let's get into it, Michelle. Some versus any. So mm-hmm. when we talk about, you know, when I say I got some books for Christmas, like why mm-hmm. am I saying some there? Mm-hmm. Well, it's basically you're not telling us how many, right? Yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't really matter how many. Exactly. Exactly. If I wanted to 
to care about the number of books. I would say the number of books. I would say I got three new books for Christmas. But when I say I got some books for Christmas, it's more about books. It's not about the number of books. Okay. Mm, Instead right, of getting right. some movies or some books or some vanilla like ice cream. Okay. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> so let's just throw out a couple, couple of examples. Like, for example, if you're baking in the, in the kitchen with your friend, um, and what could you say if the person has, you know, flour on their face? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I could say, Oh, you have some flour on your face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what am I saying there? Right. So, I mean, you're basically saying that it doesn't matter how much, like you, you can't measure how much flour is on the face. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, and I could also say you have flour on your face too, right? So in that right. case, like some isn't totally necessary. Do you agree? Right. Right. I agree. Re really, either one would be fine. Right. It's just that we don't know how much flour. We don't care how much flour. We're just saying you have flour on your face. Okay. You have some flour on your face. If you want to add some in this, in these types of sentences, you're going to sound quite native and quite natural, you know, so just start experimenting with it. Right. For sure. For sure. Hey guys, every time you write a review for this show, it helps us to stay alive and at the top of the charts in the iTunes store. So please go ahead and leave a review for All Ears English in the iTunes store. And when we see your review, we will read your name on the show. Thanks, guys. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. What about the second example, right? You've just gone through a breakup, right? What would you say? Uh -huh. I mean, how long do you think it'll take till you get over your ex, Michelle? I'm so sorry about your breakup. Oh. This didn't really happen. Thank goodness. You just got married. <laughs> Gosh, I hope not. <laughs> uh, knock on wood. No. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Like I might say, oh, um, it's going to take some time before we can speak again. Exactly. And that's not some time. That's a different word. You're saying it's going right. to take some time. Okay. Yeah. So very different from saying some time we'll get together. Okay. Right. Very different. Good. Right. But I don't know how much time, you know, they say time heals, right? Time heals all wounds. Oh, it's true. <laughs> heartbreaks are tough. I've struggled with heartbreak in my 34 years and it takes time, you know, I mean, gosh, you never quite that feeling of heartbreak. Jeez. But time does heal all wounds. I hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. It is true. Yeah, exactly. And then there's another way that we use some when we're, we're indicating that it's unknown or unfamiliar. Okay. So mm. with this one, the intonation is a little bit different, Michelle. Mm. Right. For example, some guy came over and asked me where I lived. Right. <laughs> How does that sound to you? Right. It sounds like you don't know this person, right? You sound like a little bit, it's like a little bit abrupt. 
a little bit abrupt, a little bit disturbed, right? I was like, some guy, right? Or what's the second example? Right. I could say like, some lady called for you and here's her number. Mm-hmm. So you're indicating what? That, you know, that I that what? don't know this lady. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit surprised that you're surprised. It's a little bit unexpected. Some lady called for you, right? Right, right. It's not a specific lady. It's just some lady. Okay. So the, those are two situations where we use some. So I hope that answers your question, Erico, about some. Again, this is a complicated topic. So if you have a more specific question, let us know. Michelle, let's jump into any. Like, when do we use any? Okay, so we use any. Uh, this would be in negative sentences or questions, right? Like, mm-hmm. for example, I haven't gotten any work done today, right? So it's a mm-hmm. negative sentence. Yeah, exactly. And for example, here's another one. You go shopping every weekend, so no wonder you don't have any money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right? You don't have any money, okay? So right. any, you have no money, you don't have any money. So I think our listeners know that, how to use that right. in that sense. Right. Or for a question like, oh, do you have any milk in the fridge? Exactly, exactly. So, guys, the way to learn this is by paying attention to context, okay? You need to listen to natives use this. This is not something we want you to go into a grammar book and try to memorize these rules because really what you're doing when you're doing that is you're avoiding, you know, avoiding the communication aspect. So, listening to natives, different conversations, learning chunks and associating that chunk, those chunks with situations. Don't waste mm. your time just with the dictionary. Listen to the situations. For example, here's the first situation. Let's compare when we talk about idea versus ideas, right? When we have okay. any or, or, right. So for situation number one, Michelle, we're at a meeting at work and we're brainstorming. What would you say if you're leading the meeting? And you're right. So I, I could just say like, oh, do you have any ideas? Mm-hmm. Right. And people are going to throw out a lot of their ideas. Exactly. So in this case, we're looking at when do we use any idea and when do we use any ideas? We're talking about the singular and the plural with any. Okay. So in that situation, we're expecting a bunch of ideas, right? Right, 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 right. And for situation number two, how would it be different? Right. So yeah, do you have any idea how to use this app, right? So mm-hmm. you're looking, looking for, for one, right? One specific response, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, and I also think that when we say, do you have any idea? It's a little bit indirect. It's like you're trying to put less pressure on someone. Mm, do right, you agree right. or no? Would you use Yeah, that I way? agree. I think that it's a little bit, um, yeah, it is a little bit more indirect. Yeah. Like so. for you, what's the difference when I say this? Sentence one is, do you know how to use this app? Or do you have any idea how to use this app? What's the difference to you? I think do you have any idea is more like, I don't know, you're stumped too. Like we're both in this together. Yeah. Like, right? I don't know. That's, that's how I feel. Collaborative. A little more yes, collaborative. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. A little more polite. To me, it's a little less intrusive. Yeah. Okay. So again, you know, our textbooks are going to teach us the very direct, simple phrase, do you know how to use this app, right? But the problem is when we get into these nuanced native conversations, we need to dress up our language in different ways to connect, okay? So if I'm going to go up to Michelle and I don't want to impose on her, right? I say, hey, Michelle, do you have any idea how to use this app, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm making it a different, different message, Right, right, right. Exactly. Okay. So today we've talked about a bunch of things. We've talked about a couple different ways to use some, 
right? We've talked about how to use any. And we've also talked about when we put a, a noun after any, if we want to make it plural or singular, right? Any idea, any ideas. So we've kind of skipped around quite a bit here today, guys. <laughs> but what's the takeaway today, Michelle? I think there's one, four key takeaways, four things we want to think about. What are they? Well, I would say the takeaways are the context, right? Make sure you're thinking about the context, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, uh, chunks, right? You have to listen to native speakers, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's another takeaway. And I think about the chunks, right? Learn what chunks go together and, you know, and different situations where you can use them. Exactly. So it's not just learning the chunks, but it's learning chunks in specific situations. So remember, guys, context, natives, chunks, and situations. That's what we want Very you to take good. away from today. <laughs> That's nice. I like it. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. All right. So guys, I'm sure that this opened up a huge box of questions. So <laughs> more questions than answers. So come on over to our blog. Come, o- come on over to episode 470 and ask us your question in the comments. The more specific you can be, the easier it is for us. So be very specific about your question and we'll try to make an episode to answer your question. Okay. For sure. Thank you so much. All right, this one has been short and sweet, but let's end it. Let's end it here, Michelle, so our listeners can get on with their busy days. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.